To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. Staples can help your business stand out with signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now at Staples, spend $50 or more on print and marketing services and get $5 off your next in-store purchase. Now my business is blossoming and I'm spending less green. Exclusions apply. In-store only. And 62318. SRN Survival Radio Network. You may have an accident and cause a problem, 
and that may cause you a hospitalization that you don't want. Now, as you know, if you're in the 40s, 50 club, that means if you're in the 40s or the 50s, uh, you are not necessarily metabolizing your weight as you normally would. So a lot of times, blood pressure becomes an issue. Cholesterol becomes an issue. So it's recommended that you at least have your blood pressure checked at least once or twice a year with your family doctor. Now, if you're overweight, have a family history of diabetes, or have hypertension or high, uh, or high cholesterol, you need to get checked for uh, a type 2 diabetes. There's certain blood tests that can be done to help screen this type of disease. Now, the other big thing, if you're in the 40-50 club, is colon cancer. It's recommended at age 40 you talk to your doctor about having a colonoscopy because this is one disease, and I know this. I'm a cancer specialist. I see this every day. Colon cancer can be treated, but it can also be prevented if we catch it early. So if you're approaching 50 or have a family history, talk to your doctor about having a colonoscopy or whether you should have one. And the next biggie in the 40-50 club is prostate cancer. You know, if you've got a family history or if you are 50 years old, you need to start talking to your doctor about whether you can benefit from a PSA test that stands for prostatic-specific antigen test. So these are some things we want you to do if you're in the 40s and the 50s. Not saying you do, shouldn't do them otherwise, but this information, as presented by Consumer Reports Health for Men, is a checklist. It acts as a checklist for you to make sure, hey, am I doing what I'm supposed to do, and should I talk with my doctor about this? So if you're listening, if you are a man or if you're a woman and you got a man, that's what you need to consider. Now, moving on, we want you to check out some of our other uh, social media platforms, for example, Twitter. You can just find me on at Dr. Aaron Williams, as well as on Instagram at Dr. Aaron Williams. So we want you to take advantage of all this information regarding your health. Now, today is no different. We're going to be talking about your health again, of course, but we're going to be talking about it from a musical perspective. And some of you may be saying, hmm, what does music have to do with my health? Well, did you know that listening to jazz, specifically smooth jazz, can improve your focus as well as your productivity? Also, jazz, listening to jazz, can decrease your depression rate by 25%. Listening to jazz can also lower your blood pressure. It has been shown to improve verbal memory, focus, and mood in stroke patients. And lastly, it's been shown to also help reduce chronic pain by 21%. So this has some advantages, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of ways that we all relieve stress uh, and I know that some of us do this in a bad way, but I think we should also learn about some more creative ways that can help us out. So, without further ado on the show, I'd like to also welcome Mr. Jeffrey A. Lamar, if he's available. If not, 
Uh, Jeff, are you in? Yes, I'm here. All right. Can, uh, yeah, can you so hear Jeff, me? Yes. Uh huh. What do you think about this? Uh, the, the benefits of jazz or listening to music with regard to your health? Well, as you know, us being uh, former musicians, uh, when we first started our careers, you know, I've always been kind of into music, and I do like uh, jazz. And I have a personal situation that when I was in the hospital and I wasn't, uh, I was kind of in a coma. They they knew I liked jazz, so they streamed jazz music while I was unconscious. Wow! Wow! Now even I didn't know that. So they stream jazz music to you to you um uh while you were unconscious. That is amazing. Yeah, they there's bought, a lot of they, they, uh-huh. I said they bought in like a portable XM um uh, radio and uh put it behind my bed and just had the uh smooth jazz channel playing like while I was unconscious. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. And that's a lot of science behind this. We'll get into this later into the show. So with that, before we do that, we're going to go to our first commercial break. So, ladies and gentlemen, please stay tuned so that you can be informed. content creator, social media socialite, influencer, or simply love to record current events, you need the joystick. The joystick is an essential tool for every type of digital content creator. It holds two or more mobile phones or tablets, allowing users to stream and record hands-free on multiple apps simultaneously. And it's lightweight and portable. For more information or to purchase your joystick today, visit our website at www.joystick.com. Rich Boy Investments, LLC, will celebrate its inaugural Financial Conference and Awards Show on Saturday, June 30th, 2018, at the Courtyard by Marriott Atlanta, downtown Decatur, Emory. This conference will provide financial literacy and entrepreneurial awareness to the communities for both millennials and the economic disenfranchised. The conference will feature dynamic financial and tax experts who will be discussing how to sustain long-term business success for new and existing entrepreneurs. To register, go to richboysrtb2018.eventbrite.com for more details. Do you have tax issues, owe back taxes, or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. SRN Survival Radio Network. Network. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to the Weekly Wellness Show here on the Survival Radio Network. I am your host, pharmacist, physician, entrepreneur, Dr. Aaron Williams. Co-hosted with me today is Mr. Jeffrey A. Lamar. Before the break, we talked a little bit about men's health. We focused on the 40s and 50s uh, with regard to that. And we alluded to the fact of, hey, how can music help us with our health? And I brought up some scientific uh, information regarding to that. And uh, Jeffrey shared with us a personal experience that he's had with this. So we definitely have another powerful vein in which we can relieve stress and improve our wealth. Now, if you listen to the Weekly Wellness Show, you've heard this music before at the beginning and at the end of our broadcast. We're proud today to introduce you to the man behind the music. And I'm talking about none other than award-winning multi-instrumentalist and producer Mr. Cedric Givens. We're also going to have award-winning billboard charting international jazz guitarist Mr. Drew Davison. They're truly making an impact here in the smooth jazz genre, and so we're glad to have them today. They're going to share with us their journey. They're going to share with us the impact of smooth jazz on health and wellness. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show Mr. Cedric Givens and Mr. Drew Davidson. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Cedric and Drew. How you guys doing? Yeah, what's great, 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 great. Uh, yeah, we're so glad to have you on. Um, we uh, have been looking forward to this, particularly with you, Cedric. Uh, you know, the song that we have, it comes on every Saturday at noon, is this Ooh-Wee-Oh-Yeah. Can you tell us about that? I like the name, but when I started listening to it, I actually also liked the music. So tell us about this tune, and, and how did that develop? Well, it, it really, um, you know, it comes back to the writing process. That tune in particular really developed out of um, a groove that I was playing on piano uh, a while back. I was actually uh, working with another guitarist. And, um, you know, I've always been a, a, a big fan of, um, of Brazilian music, which you know, has always, you know, had a big big influence on me, and I've always enjoyed playing it. And I, and I started this groove and and started working with it and, and ended up uh, developing the melody line. And um, uh, back when um, I actually did the record, uh, which I actually did here in the uh, in the D.C. area. I was working with um, a singer um, that I had met, and you know we were kind of noodling around a little bit. And quite honestly, you know, between us just kind of vibing on the song, we just kind of went and said, well, okay, you know, every song doesn't necessarily have have to have lyrics, you know, voices and you don't. You can do use vowel sounds. You can use all kinds of of, of approaches to singing melodies. And mm-hmm. 
the song really kind of felt felt good, and I think I came up with she ended up doing something, and I said, "Ooh, we, oh yeah," <laughs> you know, and that ended up becoming the song, you know, just because it, it was it was really uh, a feel good moment that we captured in the studio, and that's one of the things that you'll find as as we have our discussion is I, I call it um, catching catching lightning in the bottle. Yeah. which is what I always try to do in the studio because it's it's a moment in time where everything lines up and feels right and you know hopefully you're recording at the time and you catch it and you know you forever have it. So that's right. really kind of the backstory on that tune. That is great. You know, I think we only play a small part of it here on the show right. at the beginning and the end, but I would encourage everyone to listen to the whole thing. It's really phenomenal. And I think it's one of those mood elevators, mood changers, yeah. as we talked about, you know, on the show. Uh, so I'm glad you uh, helped produce and compose that tune, and uh, uh, mostly I'm glad that you gave us permission to share this music on the weekly wellness show. Now, you also, you didn't come along to the show, uh, Cedric. Uh, we had the pleasure of, of, of having another uh, smooth jazz, international jazz guitarist, uh, Drew Davison. Drew, how's, how's it going and how you doing? It's fantastic today. It's a, another day to do what we love doing, which is creating music and sharing it with people. That is great. That is great. I've listened to you to some of your music, and it's, uh, it's, it's one of those uh, tunes. You know, as, as I told you probably early, I'm a... I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of one of your tunes, uh, one of your older tunes, Bounce. <laughs> so I encourage everyone to uh, to go back and and listen to his anthology of music. We'll be giving out that inf- information regarding that. But from what I understand, uh, you have a new album that's out. Can you go ahead and tell us about that? Uh, sure, it's great. Uh, Cedric and I produced that together, and he had a big hand in creating my new sound. It's called Inner Space. Uh huh. It's a launch off into the new direction of Drew. I did some cool things with an acoustic guitar, and Cedric put his producer hat on and said, okay, we're going to come out sounding like nobody else. You know, it's those three keys to a great song. How do you be genre appropriate to where you are? How do you have your own self-expression? How do you point to the future? And that's what Interspace does. It's just we love it, you know. So the current title just uh, hit Billboard, uh, as you were saying, Billboard Artist. It's new and active on there, so it's starting to make its waves around there. That is excellent. That is excellent. So, so uh, you and Cedric have become partners in crime uh, with with the, with the, this project and a number of other projects. Yeah, we have. That's really great. You know, we <laughs> met some years ago and had dinner together and decided it could work. Liked each other, yeah, and he invited me to play on one of his songs, and he liked my playing. And then the next thing you know, we were doing this tune each morning. I came over to Cedric's house, and he said, I got this tune, Drew, uh-huh. but what, what if you put a different melody to it? What would you play? And I said, well, I might play this and this and this. And back to his Cedric's point, fortunately, he pressed record. Because those original wow. guitars are the original guitars of East Moon. And literally, after the session, we went out to eat. And the Outback was on the left, and the East Moon China Bistro was on the right. <laughs> and we were sitting there in the East Moon China Bistro and said, what are we going to call this tune? Okay, East Moon sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's amazing how uh, this this creativity. So what you just alluded to here and described is is what I like to term as creativity. It, it came from you. It came from your environment. It came from your experience, and that's what I like about it. And we hear that 
in a lot of both of you all's music. Well, well can you, uh, I guess we'll start with well, Cedric, tell us about, I want to talk to you, both of you about your journey in the music business. Cedric, what, what's, what's your, how, how did you get started with this? Well, well, you know, again, I'm. I, I grew up in Florida. I'm from from St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, uh, as interesting as it was to me, it was um, looking back on it. It was a very diverse area uh, with respect to music. You know, I think uh, all music. You know, a lot of times starts from what you you listen to, what's in your house. You know, mm-hmm. what you you and your boys you know are into. And so, you know, you know, my dad had all kind of stuff. He had everything from, you know, Frank Sinatra to I remember Jackie Gleason records to Sly Stone records, you know, that that we would listen to. Um, me, I was a I was a funker man. I loved all uh-huh. the groups, Ohio players, yeah, <laughs> you know, all of that kind of stuff. And you know, I I started out as a drummer. You know, I started playing drums when I was six, seven, eight years old. You know, my family always supported me in doing that. Um, so I pretty much, you know, back to, you know, tooting, uh, you know, flying my flag here for music education. That was back mm-hmm. when we had music education in the school. So I did, you know, the whole school band thing, you know, all the way up through high school. But I think where I got most creative was uh, what I call my garage band era, which was, you know, just getting with the guys and jamming in the garage, man, and experimenting and playing with other instruments. So, you know, I started, you know, playing guitar then and, you know, started messing around with keyboards. And and it's funny because a lot of us guys that came out of the garage band went on to be professional musicians, you know, um, and are, you know, I'm not going to name them now, but, you know, are artists in the business now. Right. And uh, so it was just funny. It was a very, very organic um, uh, kind of process for me. And so that was back with playing. I used to always have musical ideas, but um, never really settled down and started, like, you know, seriously writing. And believe it or not, I didn't really start writing music until um, I went to FAMU and Mm -hmm. That that started becoming one of my outlets, and believe it or not, a lot of the songs that ended up on some of my subsequent records in the mm-hmm. 90s and 2000s were songs that I wrote when I was back in school. Right. You know? They were and, in your and library. I always just kept them, and I learned a long time ago is that, you know, you keep everything, and literally any ideas I have, I keep, and I go back and revisit them. Sometimes I go back and revisit them years later yeah. and, then, and then take the ideas and develop them into – Modern times, you know, right. so I literally capture everything that I do. And so that's pretty much it. You know, when I came back, you know, got out of college, you know, uh, had met up with one of, again, one of my former garage band buddies, and we started writing, and, and that's when we ended up, you know, doing my first record, you know, with a band called Nemesis Blue, you know. And after that, you know, I just started doing doing records and writing and working with all kind of people. And, you know, um, I, I'm very big on writing and creating and, and never stopping and engaging in that process. I mean, that's that's the mode that I got to stay in, you know. Exactly. And, and just create catalogs and catalogs and catalogs of music, which is what I do. So I can, you know, I'm, I, hey, I don't, I don't mean to liken myself to Prince, but that's basically what Prince does. You know, you just write like crazy and keep stuff in the vaults and pull it out yes. when, you, when you need it. You know? They're pulling out some of his stuff now from what I read or heard yeah. this week that he recorded years ago. 
Uh, so that's something that's very key. Uh, Drew, I'd like to hear uh, a little bit about your journey, and then uh, after that, I want to go ahead and play one of your clips from your new album. But go ahead. How did you get started, Drew? Uh, the very first concert I went to, I was two. That was to see Beverly Sills mm-hmm. out there in uh, Wolf Trap, and I was trying to compete with her. And my parents realized people didn't pay to see Drew, they paid to see her. So they had to take uh-huh. <laughs> and wailing away, but... But my, my early start really came because my father played music. He had two passions, astrophysics and music. Wow. He taught astrophysics at Johns Hopkins. But he took me as a kid when I was seven and eight years old. I went to Pier 6 and saw Ella Fitzgerald, Bobby Bland, B.B. King. I just saw the – I mean, I saw Bobby McFerrin when I was 11. He dragged me to that show and said, it's going to be great. You'll love it. I said, how can one guy singing, scratching the microphone on his beard be great? That's going to be boring. It was the best show I'd seen. I mean, he was great. So my father just kept having me listen to great music. And then later in the Navy was where I really discovered my love for the guitar. I was mm-hmm. baptized in the Jordan River and had a real spiritual experience and knew that I just fell in love with George Benson. Mm-hmm. And then you fast forward to 2013, he endorsed my fifth record and said, this is a good guy. He'll be around a while. I like his playing. So it's a, I feel like Cedric, you know. You just, what he alluded to, you know, you keep creating, you keep trying things in different bands, and uh, I've just always been uh, myself writing, and when he said pulling back old stuff, that's what enters space. Like, it's right. new, but it's like ideas that I had for a while, and Cedric said, it's all there, man, look for it. So right. he went in and looked for stuff, and I went in and looked for stuff, and then we just keep writing. Or as I like to say, songs aren't written, they're rewritten. Yeah. They're always, yeah. you, you got your first idea, and the great thing is I send it to Cedric, and then it comes back, like, on steroids. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, he can hear where I'm going. Like, okay, I got you to that, and what about this? You know, so right. uh, I love that, you know. So that's kind of how Interspace came. It started as one song, which was, and then we decided an EP, and then we just thought, well, why don't we just make a record? And we just kept writing tunes, and, you know, and that's what we love doing is writing and creating music. Right. Okay. Well, We've heard about inner space. Why don't we go ahead and listen to some inner space? So with that, if we have it ready, let's go ahead and play a little bit from the inner space album. Okay, until we get that ready, um, uh, Drew, uh, what, um, do you have any show dates coming up? Yeah, I have some stuff on the website. I'm going to be, I'm doing a, a private little, well, I say private, but intimate show at a winery out in Frederick, which is going to really be nice in Frederick, Maryland. It's beautiful out there. I mean, just gorgeous countryside there. So, And I'm going to be also at the Lake Arbor Jazz Festival with uh, Rob Zinn who's a great uh, trumpet player. I'm going to be partnering with him. So if you go to DrewDavidson.com, we're adding new dates all the time, and that's Davidson with an S-E-N, Drew, and then It's a Norwegian spelling. Yeah, I like that, Drew. You know what? It makes it 
easier uh, to find you. <laughs> it, it does, as long as you do it right. You know, in the beginning, we used to color my E's differently, or we made them big. We were trying to do all these things to, you know, to erase, like, all the report cards I had as a kid that were O-N or, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, so if they visit the website, it's all-inclusive. Everything is there, and we're really in the process of putting together a massive interspace tour and taking the band everywhere and playing. Yeah, that's excellent. And and by the way, um, if we want to hear more of this, uh, where can we listen to that? Uh, do you have a website? I do. That's www.drew, D-R-E-W, Davidson, D-A-V-I-D-S-E-N.com. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Just click Excellent. on the banner when you, you hit there. Uh, that banner actually uh, links to Spotify. So, you know, a lot of people do, you know, can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, you know. Bottom line, anywhere you get music from any other artists, I mean, it's, it's there. Um, uh, but uh, the, the home base is always the website. Uh, alternatively, if you also want to access them another way, you can always go to my personal website, which is C.C. Givens, that's G-I-V-E-N-S dot com. And uh, not only do you have access to Drew's projects, you got access to some of my solo projects and other projects with other artists and all of that kind of stuff, too. So, you know, big world, lots of music. Uh, hopefully, God willing, uh, I'll be able to continue to write, write and produce for a long time. And, um, you know, we're really just kind of looking forward to... Um, not playing some dates and, and interacting with fans and, and spreading love. You know, that's 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 what it's yeah, all that's about, it, man. man. Just, just spreading love and great music and having great times, man, you know. Right, right. That's okay. That is great. That is good. That is good. We're still working on that clip, and okay. so it should come in in a bit there. Um <laughs> Kate Spade, right, handbag person. 
you know, they seem like they got everything going on in their life, and then they want to take their life. Right. So, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a big one there, True. That's a big True. Yeah. Well, I want to go ahead and take our second commercial break. When we come back, uh, uh, gentlemen, I'd like to continue our discussion regarding smooth jazz and the genre, how you got involved. And i also like to introduce two more uh, soundtracks that, that you've produced. So, ladies and gentlemen, we want you not to touch your phone, touch your computer, or your iPad. So please stay tuned so that you can be in form. Did you know that 207,000 homes were flipped by more than 138,000 flippers in 2017? Both of those numbers are the highest ever in the past 10 years. You can be a successful real estate investor, too. Join Ramon Tooks, investor, author, and coach for Flipology 101, the boot camp. During this intense two-day experience, Ramon will teach you how to successfully find, fund, fix, and flip properties and change your life and legacy for only $197. Yes, only $197. Two amazing classes will be held soon. June 23rd and 24th in St. Louis, Missouri, and July 14th and 15th in Atlanta, Georgia. RSVP today at the early bird rate of $197 at RamonTooks.com. You may have heard the phrase, deals are done on the golf course, but do you know how that happens? The book Nine Holes, Nine Goals will provide hole-by-hole guidance on what to do and mistakes to avoid during a round of business golf. Pre-order your copy today at NineHoles9Goals.com because closing deals on the golf course is no longer just a phrase. You can do it too. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure My Coffee Shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. SRN Survival Radio Network. Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to the weekly wellness show here on the Survival Radio Network, a network with over one million downloads. I am your host, Dr. Aaron Williams. Our guests today are Mr. Cedric Givens as well as Mr. Drew Davidson. That's Davidson with the S-E-N. 
Uh, Drew, uh, as I mentioned before, I kind of like that differentiation because uh, it helps uh, pull your name up when someone does a search. So hopefully that will help people find you as find you as well as your music. Yeah, thank you. My <laughs> mother originated from Norway. So the way it All right. It's Davidson. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, gentlemen, how does well, – let's get into the music business. Um how Cedric does the music la- laughing business and chuckling? He's ready. <laughs> yeah. How, how does how does the music business really work? I mean, we see all the videos of stars, and we we see a lot of. Uh, of course, we hear the music, but yeah. uh, you know, tell us about that and, and and what's going on in the music business. I'm gonna hand the phone to Cedric, but I'm gonna give you one thing. My mother said she was my uh-huh. manager, and when I got on the radio, she said, "Dang, it's like lightning has to strike twice." to do that. It's so many variables and then it's no variables. People uh-huh. tell you you have to be this and be that but then sometimes it's about who you know. I mean, it, it, I'm going to let Cedric because I see he's itching to... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, look, you know, I, I think everybody's experience uh, can be different. Uh, the, the thing that I've learned, I've been around a long time um, you know, doing this stuff is that um Different things happen in different genres. So what I, what I can, can really speak to is I can speak to my experience in smooth jazz. You know, I don't know what happens in hip-hop. You know, I right. don't know what, happens, <laughs> know what happens in country, but I can tell you what, what kind of happens in, in the smooth jazz world. Um, so what I'm going to say is this, is that um, I think, you know, if you want to be in the business, um, it's it's a situation where you have to be relentless about being in the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It ain't for the faint of heart. It ain't for you know people that's trying to get in get in quick. Um, for most folks that do this, it's 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 a long hard grind. And not only is it a long hard grind to to really become. Uh, what we would call a, a, in a genre one of their core artists, you know, like you, know, you got you know people that are, are common names in different genres, you know, country, right. you know, you got whoever, you know, the big country guys are, and pop, whoever the big pop guys, and smooth jazz, whoever the big smooth jazz guys are. But mm-hmm. nobody has quick success. It's all you know. It's always a long grind. There are a whole right. lot of variables that go into it. Uh, you know, some people will tell you oh, you have to be a great player or you got to be a great entertainer or whatever. Well, to me, there ain't really no formula. You know, what I see is, you know, I think, you know, part of it, a big part of it is just persistence. Uh, other part of it is uh, networking and about people that, you know, have power and control that can influence what happened in your, in your career. You know, I think that that makes a difference. Um I do think you you have to have you know some degree of something you know yeah, that, that, right. that people like whatever that something is I don't know but to somebody that has some power influence uh, if 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 it connects that's that so uh, my thing is at the end of the day you know be true to your craft mm-hmm. um, you know do the best you can do uh, I would say learn. Various skills. I think you know the thing that that makes Drew and I so unique that I I compare you know when I compare myself to other artists and people that we know in the business and work with is is that 
you know, not not only can we play, we can write. Not only can right. we write, we can produce. You know, uh, right. Not only can we can play our primary instrument, we can play other instruments. Yeah. You know, so right. you know, for us, we're we're really a self-contained unit. Drew's a multi-instrumentalist. I'm a multi-instrumentalist. So guess what? Mm-hmm. You know, when we do records, it's just us. You know, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. There's nobody else on the record but us. Everything you hear is us. Uh huh. Unless we want to guess. Unless we want to guess. Particular or, flavor. Yeah, yeah. Or unless we we want to. Okay, it'd be nice if we had so and so on the record to do such and such. Why? Because we like them and like what they bring to the record. But right. you know, I don't. You know, have to compromise my ideas because you're the one that's doing it. I'm the one that's doing it. I'm, play, right. I'm playing it. Before. You don't have to wait for someone. I learned right. to really play piano in the studio because people were not showing up. It's like I'm going right. to record something, and they were not as interested, and I was like, okay, I'm not waiting around. Like, I want to produce this. So I just started figuring it out and learning stuff, you know, and then I went, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this. You know? Yeah, and, and, right. that's, and that's what I'm saying. So bottom line is nobody can stop you from making music. I will always say the easy part is making the music. The hardest part is marketing the music. Aha. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. That's where All right. That makes falls. sense. Everybody falls down on getting heard, getting played, getting booked. Right. You know, point, which is, quite frankly, where you make money. You exactly. Know? So, um, again, you know, I love it. I got a passion for it, but it is not a very easy climb for anybody. And right. if I told if I told people that, hey man, you know, as they say, if you want to be in the music business, whatever, I say, I tell you what, uh, for anything to happen, if I told you you got to grind at least ten, ten or fifteen years before you get a break, would you do it? Right. Right. And and then I would say the caveat to that is it may not happen even after the ten or fifteen years. Yeah. Would you still do it? Would you still exactly. Do it? Exactly. Okay. Well, the journey. And would you yeah. enjoy the journey? You know, Alabama once said we were 20 years to be an overnight success. Right. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the beauty yeah. of this is that you are all recording your own legacy. So no right. matter whether one person or one million person listens, your children, your grandchildren, your great-great-great-grandchildren will be able to say, hey, that was my grandfather, great-grandfather, whatever. And you leave something in this world uh, that wasn't here before. And that's the beauty of this of this art form. Uh, now, Drew, you know, I want to I want to get to this other clip that you have of bumping. Tell us, tell us about bumping, and why did you name it that? Oh, well, I'm gonna <laughs> a little bit about the okay, tune. Okay, so, I named it, but he. But but bumping was actually one of my tunes. Right. Okay. okay. Back to one of those ideas that I wrote seven, eight years ago. Uh-huh. Okay. And I, 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 it was funny because I was doing um, a session with the guy that's playing sax on our record, Dave Cruz. Uh-huh. And believe it or not, so here, here's the backstory. So Dave came over to my studio, which where we're sitting now in my house. I call it the lab. But yeah. It's basically my studio in my house. And we did a session like 7 o'clock in the morning. Dave's a sax guy, killer sax guy. Uh-huh. So uh, track number two on the record, which is Thrust. Uh, is what I really brought, originally brought Dave over to do. So we tracked Thrust, and Dave was like, "Okay, you know, traffic's kind of heavy." He's like, um, "You know, we got, you know, we got. I got another half hour before I got, I have to go." So I said, "I said, um, Dave, I said, man, I got this track that I think would be really cool, 
and I was sitting here at my piano, and I played the line for him. I played the line that I wanted him to play on the sax, okay? And, right. And then I said, okay, we're going to take it, we're going to stack it, and I said, you know, you're gonna, you know we're going to do like three-part harmony on this sax stuff, and we're going to use this as the hook. And it was a song I had just happened to pull up, and I had, you know, was experimenting with Drew, and I told Drew when I was doing the track, okay, man, let's, you know, do some kind of, uh, do some Django Reinhardt kind of guitar licks in here. I have Dave play this hook, and, you know, I was playing all, you know, I, actually I was kind of coming from my funk place, and I was right. doing all this synth keyboard work and all this, this funk heavy bass, you know, synth kind of stuff. And that's what really how the song was born. And uh-huh. when I played the song for Dave, Dave was like, he was like, hell, man. He said, man, I'd rather be playing this song than the one we just did. He said, just turn me loose and let me play sax on it. And I said, okay, let's go for it. Right. And we tracked it, and I think we did maybe a couple of passes on the track. And he said, hey, man, that felt good. I really like that. When I went back and listened, I said, hey, man, there's some great stuff here. And so really – that's how that song was done. I had a lot of that stuff in place before I had um, Drew and Dave do their thing, but it was originally an idea that I pulled up out of my archives. And it was really just, when I did the song, I just kind of did it as a jam tune. So, you know, I was playing guitar in there, I was playing bass on the song, and I was playing clavinet and keyboards and all kind of stuff. It was just one of those songs that I just wanted to be a groove song. And we ended up, you know, when we put the record out, you know, last month, you know, I kind of tracked the metrics, and I started finding a lot of people gravitate toward the song. I told Drew, I said, I think this is a sleeper on the record. I would have never thought that people dug the song like that. So it was just really a feel-good, fun song for me to do, you know. Right. All right. So that's how how that song ended up on the record. That's where the idea, you know, originally came from was just born out of a, you know, a funk groove idea that and I had. why it works right. so well, it doesn't follow any regular format, but why it works so well, I believe, in the genres, the creative energy of each musician on there. Yeah, right. You got well, let's, let's listen to a little it. bit of it here, um, uh, if if we got it there. Uh, um, uh, bump it sounds like it's, it's, a, it's a good tune.
you just got to keep stay determined on it. So I work out pretty much five days a week uh, just to stay healthy and to stay out there for the fans. Right. You know, because my commitment is to bring them a great show, and I can't do that if I'm talking my body out too much. That's right. It's it's tough, particularly on the road. I mean, I guess musicians experience that, athletes, and even even just professional travel, it's easy to kind of stay fit. Well, a little bit. I should speak for myself only. It's easy to kind of stay fit at home, but when you're on the road, you're in a different environment. Uh, things are different, and you ha- and you have to adjust. It puts you in overdrive. And speaking of overdrive, um, I, you know, I want to make sure we get to to uh, the the last yeah. clip of overdrive. Tell us a little bit about overdrive uh, for a few uh, uh, for a second or two, and uh, and let's lead into to that to that next tune. How did you how did you come up with Edward. overdrive? Cedric really produced Overdrive. I sent that to nice. him as an idea that I had. It was originally another tune, and I rebirthed it, and he actually put it in Overdrive. So I'm going to let Cedric Okay. Yeah, that. real simple, uh, fun song, really driven by, and one of the reasons I call it Overdrive because it's like a lot of overdriven guitar in it, you know, kind of a little rock edge to it, but still some smooth jazz stuff. Fun song. I actually think this will probably be the second single uh, that's going to go to radio after we get, you know, after Interspace kind of runs its life on uh, radio. So, anyway, fun song, one of my favorite songs on the record, great song to do. Uh, that that allowed me to get my little uh, rock edge out, you know. <laughs> right. So I, I, sometimes you got sometimes got to release the funk, other times you got to release the and, rock. And it's back know? to, you, you, we, we want to push the genre a little bit, back to those yeah. three things I said before. What's genre appropriate? How do you have your own self-expression, and where's the future going? And I actually heard a Jakeem Joyner tune that has some overdriven guitars in it, and I was like, okay, I I can do that too. You know, you always have. I don't want to say concern about that, but in smooth jazz, people can get caught up in, am I too this? You know, and we just wanted to make that song and make the way we heard it. So hats off to Cedric, man. He produced that thing, man. All right. Well, let's go ahead and and take a little bit, and uh, let's go into. Overdrive. Both, both fantastic. Uh, uh, 
Uh, Cedric, I'm glad to. Um, I am. I'm, I'm elated to say that I know you. That I went to Florida and M with you. That uh, that I, I'm, a, I'm your fraternity brother. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Drew, I'm glad I met you, man. I mean, your music is dynamic. I mean, uh, we want to do everything we can to help get you guys out there. And you know, it, hey, and indirectly, like I mentioned before the show, you're gonna not only you're gonna be improving people's health. So that's <laughs> that's another advantage of listening not only to smooth jazz but listen to, to to your music. Yeah, the other thing I want to put out there too is the, the, the mission is actually bigger than that. Uh, one of the things Drew and I really want to do is, is part of our goals. We really want to work with other artists, produce other artists, mentor people in in the business side of this stuff, and how to survive and make money uh, doing this. So. You know, if any listeners want to reach out, you know, you got some projects you may be interested nice. uh, in, in us putting our hands on. Um, you know, we, we're perfectly open to that. And that's, and by the way, that's not just jazz. You yeah. know, you guys may not know this, but in 2017, we released The Good Life, and the first single out of the blue hit number one in Europe and the U.K. for seven weeks in a row on the pop charts. Yeah, so we we we, we got our hands in a, in a number of genres. You know, you, you hear the jazz stuff, but... Uh, right. we, we do music and we do all kinds of music and uh, at the end of the day it's really about us just you know creating uh, as, as much great content as we can so you know people want to reach out to us you can always go to my website ccgivens.com you can hear some of my other productions with other artists uh, you can always reach Drew uh, drewdavidson.com that's what Davidson S-E-N I come and uh, we're perfectly open. We're approachable. Uh, we're busy, but right. uh, we're definitely approachable. And for, for the right projects, uh, we'll definitely, you know, take folks on and help folks make, you know, great music and most importantly get it released in the world so we can uh, continue to move move our genres forward. Um, and that's what it's about, man. Everybody, everybody got to help everybody move forward and, and and make the best product we can make out here. You know. That's right. That's right. Well, we got about one minute left in the show. Uh, you mentioned your social media. Can you remind any future dates that we need to keep in mind as far as appearances? I think Drew mentioned some earlier. Before we yeah, go. and I'm telling you, the best thing to do is just go to the website and mm-hmm. subscribe and sign up uh, there because as dates come on, you know, social media we usually distribute it. So you know, friend us on Facebook, friend us on Instagram, Twitter all that stuff, because anytime dates come up, all of that stuff, all that social media. Great, great. So, well, gentlemen, I that. know you're busy. Definitely and check out the site. Definitely. I, I, I am so glad you all are able to carve out some time to put us, put the weekly wellness show on your schedule. Of course, uh, with Ooh We Oh Yeah, it's, it, <laughs> that's on every week here on the weekly wellness show. But we're glad that you not only – uh, produce the music, be able to come by and tell us about it. So, as I state to all my guests, uh, we hope to have you back soon to talk about some more of your uh, projects. Hey, glad to be here. Thanks for the invite, and uh, we'll see everybody on the road. Please reach out to us if you uh, want to discover more about what we're doing. And Great. find your inner space. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that concludes another 
simply great episode of the weekly wellness show. Don't forget to come back and listen to us again next week. And as I say uh, always, taking us out is a group of jazz artists known as In Groove. So until next week, I encourage you to be healthy, be happy, and be kind. day then go home and make dinner that's not fair because making your dinner that's our job we don't work all day then go home and do your job so stop doing ours head into buffalo wild wings for america's favorite wings shareables burgers and more choose from 21 signature sauces and seasonings to take your dinner from mild to wild but don't worry we're dinner pros if things get too wild we've got dozens of beers on tap and a full bar to bail out your palate buffalo wild wings wings beer sports this Father's Day, pro-grade power tools are within Dad's reach and yours at the Home Depot, where right now your choice of select pro-grade Milwaukee Red Lithium tools are only 99 bucks each. Drill drivers, impact drivers, lithium-ion batteries, and more. Want to treat Dad like a pro? Give him power tools pros use. Select Red Lithium power tools from Milwaukee, just 99 bucks each. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details valid through June 20th.